the Box Officer Podcast with Mel McKay and Derek Zemrak. Happy Friday, Derek Zemrak, and it's a big Friday. Are you wearing any blue makeup to celebrate the release of Avatar? We have the water. I'm, I'm fully blue, okay? I'm fully blue. <laughs> Avatar, The Way of the Water. We've been waiting for 13 years since James Cameron made the original. It was 12 years after he made Titanic before he made Avatar. So this is a guy, he doesn't rush out films. He makes sure they're right, and he actually has done a really fine job with this. But let's talk a little bit about the history, okay? This movie, when it was first released in Avatar in 2009, it still is the highest grossing film ever at 2.9 billion dollars worldwide okay (laughs) so of course they want to have a sequel right and they give it to james cameron he's like well i'll do it when i'm ready to do it and i will make sure it's right so this is the way it is you know what i found interesting about this movie it deals with a changing culture okay of the navis where they Mm -hmm. lived in the forest now they're in the water okay there's a cultural change does have anything to do with a pandemic that life has changed for people I mean, it's kind of a bizarre, right? And now this movie's projected to gross $150 million. I'm not quite sure if it's going to hit that mark Ooh. but in the first weekend, but we'll see. There's reasons why I believe that. But the budget of this movie was $350 million. Now, okay, we'll go from there. The Ooh. movie trailer does not do it justice. Okay, if you watch the trailer, you're like, ah, it's the same Avatar. Well, it looks like the same Avatar, you know, except it's in water, but it's the quality of the filmmaking and the technology that James Cameron uses that's for the big screen. James Cameron is an old-style filmmaker where he says, I'm going to make a movie that's going to get people an experience in the theater and not just crank things out. And that's what this needs to be. It needs to be a movie that's seen on the biggest screen that you possibly can find. That's what it's about. So when you do that, you're going to see this wow factor that he has. Now, granted, its film rate is a lot is higher than normal. So there is some scenes when you're in the water, and especially one that you're actually in space where the camera is tilting around and moving and you're like going, okay, the (laughs) nausea is starting here. Because it's at a faster rate than normal. But this is all about the the experience, okay? Now, in the first movie, Jake, he trains to become a Navi, and it becomes the leader, and, you know, the fighter, okay? Now, he's got 13 years. Now, Cameron's just not going to jump to 13 years and say, okay, this is the way it is, okay? Jake is now married. He has children. Now, they have to, you know, battle out again. Now, he has a conflict. His He doesn't want his kids to be in a battle. His kids want to be in a battle. Oh. And I think this is the key, the key to the film is that connection of generation and not just throwing it out there. You're saying, okay, here's a conflict. I got the conflict with the with the, the, the battles going on, but I got a conflict with, at home with children and do I want them? And they want to. So what yeah. do you do? And I think that's the key. It's really, truly his taking his characters and developing them and not just jumping. We've talked about so many movies in the last, you know, couple years where it's like, okay, all of a sudden it's here. What yeah. happened? This doesn't take it. This sits down and it really develops it and it, it, he does an excellent job. Now, the movie itself, I don't think the screenplay is good, but you know, I don't think it was like, that's the wow factor. The wow factor is his style of filmmaking, him pushing the envelope to make sure there's something better that will create an experience in the theater and I give him all the kudos for that, okay? Okay. You know, if you're a fan of the old Avatar, I say old at 13 years old, <laughs> uh, you will you will absolutely love this film. If you weren't a big fan of it, you're going to be, oh, this, 
you know, it was cool, but it's not it's not weird, but it is. But after all, I do give it three and a half slates out of five. I'm telling you, you have to go see it on the biggest screen on IMAX or whatever else mm-hmm. they're going to have for you. The Golden Globes just came out this week, and they got two nominations for Best Picture and obviously uh, Best Director. So it's definitely worth, but it's an experience. Don't yeah. wait for it for streaming. <laughs> Don't wait for it. To, you know, watch it on your television set, and you know, in, in eight months when it comes out, go to the and it, get the experience that Cameron wanted you to have. And the theater is so much needed. So yeah, okay. So Pinocchio has been redone again. <laughs> <laughs> Again, okay. Now, I, I think I mentioned this be- before, but we might have some, you know, new listeners every once in a while. But Disney's Pinocchio was my first film experience, and then made me fall in love with movie making. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I just absolutely love the Pinocchio. Now, this year, D- Disney did a live action version, a release of Pinocchio, starring Tom Hanks as Geppetto, which was only probably the only good part. But he actually just played. Geppetto. And they went to streaming. Okay. And you remember my review on that. Wasn't that great? Although I love, I love the story and I love the book. Okay. Now I was skeptical of, okay, Del Toro, a master of filmmaking, as we talked about James Cameron earlier. I mean, he's, you know, he's at a different level. He's at the, you know, the Cameron level. So, you know, he's going to take something and make it cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I thoroughly enjoyed his adaptation of Pinocchio. Now, thing is, is, you know, everyone knows the story that you know, father loses his son. But in the the original, it's like, how did his son die? You know, what happened? You right. know, he gets into it. He oh. gets into it. He takes it. He's closer to the book than Disney ever imagined it. Okay. And this time he, the father, you know, wishes, you know, he could bring the the wooden son back and uh, not not the wooden son, the his son <laughs> back. But he right. becomes a, you know, a tree and you find out how the tree became, you know, he carved it and why it had special Aww. powers. Uh, it's based in Italy and it gives him a, you know, a chance to care for the child. Now, Del Toro, as I mentioned, stays closer to the book, which was actually written in 1883. Holy okay? Cow. That's a long time. Yeah. So he did add to the book where actually it involves one of the main plots that's going on has to do with war and Mussolini and how the you know, the boys have to go into the service. So he does, you know, add a little, you know, because obviously Mussolini was around in 1883, I don't believe. Right. But, um, but as we talk about, you know, James James Cameron's Avatar, The Way of Water, Del Toro's film is another one that is beautiful on the screen. That stop motion and the cinematography just draws you in. And it's really a special movie. I was fortunate enough to see it in the movie theater. Uh, it only played in movie theaters for about a week, a right. week and a half. And then went straight to Netflix. This will win Best Animation this really? year. Okay, so okay. now I'm, I'm giving I'm giving you a free one. You know we have a little contest. Okay, I need it. it will win animation. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. Um, so, <laughs> so the thing is, is it's such a different style of the characters, of his the backgrounds that he used. It's just so different. A lot of people that may love the the original Pinocchio, which I do, Jiminy Cricket. It's a completely different thing. Oh, it's really? It's completely different. So you have to go in and you have to say, okay, I'm going to go see a Del Toro film, mm-hmm. and it happens to be Pinocchio. Don't expect to see Pinocchio, although it is a Pinocchio film, but 
everything that you know about the classic, you know, Disney thing is completely different. The marinettes are different, the huh. style's different, but it's such a joy. And I actually give this four slates out of five. So there you go. <laughs> now, Look at that! Now, Way to go, Guillermo del Toro! Four slates. Yeah. Now, the one thing is this movie because we talked a little bit about the the, the movie release. It only did seventy one thousand dollars at the box office. Oh no! That's very sad that because is this is so a film. pathetic. Yeah. Now we had it at the Arinda over over Thanksgiving. Uh, was sharing uh, the screen with, so we only had to play it at once a day. Uh, it actually did better the second week because of the word of mouth, and that's the thing. But you know, Netflix has it. Netflix streaming it. You can watch it on Netflix. It's definitely worth it. Golden Globe nominations. It's actually got three. Mm. Got um, best animation, which will win. Yep. Best musical score, which was fantastic. I thought it was great. And uh, best original song. So there's a uh, there's a, a, a quality film here to see, you know, and the only way you're going to see it right now is on Netflix, but I think as the, the Oscar nominations come in, you'll see it back, hopefully, in the movie theater where you can really enjoy it. That's the way yeah. we were hoping Del Toro would w- demand to have it released, <laughs> which he did, but it was only, you know, Netflix only gave it a couple weeks. So yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been on my watch list on Netflix for a while, and I just don't know why. I guess I was kind of Pinocchioed <laughs> out after the live action with Tom Hanks, but I think I will right. definitely watch that this weekend. Thank you, Derek. You definitely should. You definitely should. <laughs> now, next week is my Christmas vacation, so I will be off well, next week. And then the following week, I'm on call for jury duty. So I don't know okay. if we're going to have a podcast before <laughs> 2023 because I need to do my civic oh my duty. Gosh. Well, you know, if it works out, it works out. If yes. not, you know, we'll be back in 2023 and say goodbye to 2022. Exactly. I just wanted to give you the heads up. We'll see what happens, but I hope I do get to talk to you the last week of the year. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Now, the one thing we've learned over the last three years, we have to adapt. We yes. just go with the flow, Mel. Yes, so we whatever do. happens. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you and your family, Derek. Merry Christmas. All right. Take care. Stream the box officer now at KKIQ.com and Apple and Google Podcasts.